At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. It is a very special edition of Long Shots here on a Tuesday at VEASAN. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Wes Reynolds on the desk here at the South Point. And fellas, we're going to do this live. Do that. We're going to let everybody know what we are going to be betting this week. We are going to give you placement market bets. If any head-to-heads happen to be in our accounts, but certainly we have some long shot outrights as well. Now, will they hit or not? Eh, you know, this might be a top-heavy tournament, but I do have some pretty long numbers in my account as well, so you want to stick around for that. But as we do every single week. Wes Reynolds, you do an excellent article over at VEASAN.com where you break down the course and break down all of the things that are important in this tournament. Well, we are going to ask for a condensed version okay. here as we are live on a Tuesday of what people are looking at as we head to New York. Yeah, we are at the East Course at Oak Hill Country Club, Pittsfield, New York, uh, greater Rochester, New York area, designed by Donald Ross in 1926, but it's a different course. The renovation was done by Andrew Green, who restored this in 2019, kind of trying to get it to the original Donald Ross concept, but also realizing that this is 2023, <laughs> so being in touch with the modern game. So last time we saw uh, Oak Hill was actually 2013 for the PGA Championship, won by Jason Duffner. Oak Hill's hosted it three times, uh, 200 yards longer compared to the last time we saw it. So it's a par 70, 73, 94, sixth longest course on the tour. And Wes, to your point here, uh, Jason Ballard is the club's head golf professional. He was on PGA Tour radio earlier this week and said, basically the only thing that's the same about this course is that it's par 70. Right. <laughs> so like, that's what right. he said. So yeah. that, that, to let everybody know. Like, yeah. You know, and, and they re- removed a lot of trees. Now it's still tree line, but now it's like, if you miss the fairway, you don't necessarily have to chip out right. back yeah. into the fairway. You still have a shot at the green. It's obviously very difficult. Fairways are very narrow too. 27 yards wide, fifth most narrow on the PGA tour this year, pro- uh, protected by a lot of bunkers. And, uh, uh, the man that did the renovation, Andrew Green, said, hey, we want these bunkers to be hazards. So, you know, when we get into kind of the stats we modeled, uh, we will touch on that. You know, the usual major championship rough, three to four inches, mixture of rye, bent grass, and fescue. The greens are bent grass. They are small greens, though, fourth smallest on tour, about 4,500 square feet. Uh, you have water in play on about six holes. Allen Creek runs throughout the course. Uh the par fives, there's only two of them on a par 70, both at over 600 yards, so not gimme birdie opportunities. But, uh, you know, typical, I think, Northeast classical design golf course. It's very much, 
it's kind of like the PGA. It's like a poor man's U.S. Open. They're, mm-hmm. they're, you're not going to see, I, I think, scores in like the mid to high teens this week. I think the target, I guess the target they were saying was 10 or 12 under. I think it might be six or eight under that's the winner. Yeah, I believe we saw what Westgate posted prop. I think it was 10, 10 and a half, mm-hmm. right? I think it was 10 and a half under par. So, yeah, looking about in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, j- just to add on a bit, Wes, I, I think it's really fascinating. Clear out the trees. Does it open up different styles like we saw, you know, a few years ago with Bryson DeChambeau and Matthew Wolf at the U.S. Open? Are we bombing, gouging? We've heard that that rough, that rough is that's right off the fairway. It's thick, but it's just as thick about 20 yards, for, you know, further wider uh, past the fairway. So I'm interested to see some of the strategies that some of these guys take this week. Yeah, some of the guys I've been listening to that are up there, which, by the way, we're going to take the show on the road next year. We're going to all the yeah, majors right. and obviously, you know, a couple of elevated events, all the majors, everything like that. Good. Yeah, all yes. the all the stuff like that. So, we're, 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 until then, we have to rely on other people. We'll we'll be doing our own firsthand mm-hmm. stuff whenever we come next year. But guys that are up there, one of the things that they noticed was the way that the rough is cut. If you miss one yard or whether you miss twenty five yards off, it's all the same height, same right? Thing. So yeah. it's there's it's going to be just as penal whether you barely miss or whether you miss a lot, right? And so that's just something to keep in in your, your back pocket here as you start to, we'll talk about the model stuff that we put in as well. But like, as you, if you're building your own model, we look at good drives some weeks. Good drives doesn't matter really this week as much, I don't think, because again, w- with good drives, if you miss a fairway, it's like, ah, you're in that first cut of rough, yeah. not a big deal, right? Like, most of these guys are so good that they're able to, to get it up there. It's no, no problem, not like us. I'm in the rough. It's never happening. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, We're it's done. never yeah. happening. But yeah. these guys, they're so good. But apparently the way that this is, it's it's going to be penal no matter what. So something at least, you know, to keep in mind. It, it sounds to me, I think there's a lot of guys that are going to utilize the strategy this week, Matt, of we know there's, we know there's some water. We know there's some, some fairway bunkers in play on a lot of these tee shots. I think a lot of their strategy this week for some of these longer hitters, it's going to be let me make sure I clear the clear the bunkers mm-hmm. and wherever it lands. Hopefully, it's it's in the fairway. But if it lands out of the fairway, I don't care. I just got to make sure I clear those bunkers. And the thing about it too, there's a wide variety, especially on the par fours. Like I mentioned, that uh, there are six par fours that are 460 or above. Uh, the last two, by the way, 502 at the 17th. 497 at the 18th, but you've got a drivable one on the 14th. Mm-hmm. You've got a subpar uh, 400 yard on the 12th where maybe the longer hitters can get it there. So you've got really a wide variety. I think that this, at least from what I'm reading and the research I've done on it, it's going to be a really cool test. Guys, as we look here, no shock who's at the top of the leaderboard as far as the odds board anyway. Scotty Scheffler sitting seven to one, John Rahm seven and a half to one, then a big gap. Into that second tier. Some very interesting developments, though, over the last 48 hours, 72 hours, which is you're tied for third when it comes to the odds board is now Xander and Rory. Rory has drifted mm-hmm. all the way from 11 to 1 to 16 to 1, which is the same price that you can get Xander Shoffley at this week. Patrick Cantlay is at 18. Brooks Kepka has taken a ton of money. Wow. He is down to 20 to one there Finau 22 and then there's a pretty big jump to Jason Day at 28 and then we'll get 30 or longer we'll talk about it some of these other guys of course as the show goes on but as we look at the top here rightfully so Sheffield and Rom they're in a league of their own I get it why they're seven seven and a half to one I, I we don't really need to talk about that we get it right I mean they're yep. the best two golfers in the world any to any given time it's one a one b you can argue amongst yourselves who you think is the actual best player I don't care but Getting to this Rory thing, and, and Kelly, you and I even alluded to this yesterday on the Monday pod, and 
Wes, I think this number is actually getting more in line with what where yeah. Rory is now comparatively to the rest of these fields. Yeah, now, I'm looking at our rundown yeah. for the program here, how we're approaching the big three. It's really the big two right mm-hmm. now, I think, with uh, Scheffler and Rom. Rory has absolutely drifted up. Uh, and look, missed the cut in two high-profile events. Missed the cut at the Masters, missed the cut at the Players. Now he goes uh, to Rochester this week for the PGA where his wife, uh, I try to uncover every angle when I'm doing this. Uh, his wife, <laughs> this Erica, is important, though. Yeah. His wife, Erica, is from Rochester, New York, actually a graduate of the Rochester Institute of Technology. So, you know, has some family there, has some friends there. Erica used to work for the PGA of America. So is this kind of a get-right spot for his mind? Because if we watched him a couple weeks ago at the Wells Fargo, he didn't look like he was having a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and just digging, I, like, I dug a little deeper on, on, on that, Wes. So he is a member at the club technically. Mm -hmm. And what it sounds like is during COVID, they ended up spending a lot more time up there. So I kind of laughed when I first heard about these, right? Like it kind of being a home course for Rory. I'm like, yeah, he lives down in Jupiter, Palm beach gardens area. Mm -hmm. There's a million courses alone down there. You could play that are high level quality courses, but no, I mean, it sounds like he's got more experience at this course, at least recently, than most of these other guys. So how do you factor that in? I don't know because we don't know exactly how right. much he's played. Right. But as far as the state of the game goes, you guys are absolutely right. I think his odds belong right there with the with, with 16 to 1 right around Shoffley and Cantley. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I, you know, the conversation almost changes from 24 hours ago for me in this and, and certainly changes from 72 hours ago because a guy that is in his form playing up against, you know, again, a, a Scotty and a Rom who every single time that they tee it up, it's almost like they have their, at least their B plus game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and so at 11 to one completely, I, I mean, disregarded, right? I mean, like, right. like scratch it off the list instantly, but now this number has drifted and who knows where it may drift by the time this thing actually tees off. We're still, you know, a day and a half away from this going down what, what, Could I find it, myself getting interested in Rory, or at least maybe if it's not an outright play, maybe it's a because as the outright drifts, so is the top ten number or the top mm-hmm. five number or anything like that. So maybe there's a placement market bet now that I wasn't price? even. You know, it's approaching somewhere in in there. You know, as we get to it right now, like I Rory mean, hits eighteen. I think I'm in somehow. Like you said, it might not be outright. It might be because, like you said, all the other odds are correlated. They're going to drift as well. But, like, we're seeing 16. He gets to 18. I'll probably be in uh, in some market on Rory. Wes, one of the things we – you did a great breakdown there of the course. One of the things we've got to talk about, I guess, just a little bit is the weather. And so yeah. it's going to be cold. As of right now, look, weather changes. We're not weathermen. Weather changes. Just going with the forecast. They're thinking Thursday might even, like, start late because there might be a frost delay. It's yeah. good, supposed to be so cold on Thursday morning. Up there, of course, it'll warm up throughout the course of the day. But as it warms up, also the winds supposedly start to pick up a little bit in the afternoon as well. Did either of you factor in anything from a weather standpoint as you started to look at golfers or not? Or is it just too volatile to really? I'll I'll say that for you guys know, I do a lot of first round leader Mm -hmm. betting stuff. I haven't made any bets yet. I always like to make those, you know, kind of as close to close to term as possible. I'll get, I'll get them in likely tomorrow night. Um, If anybody wants to ask me about what I'm betting, you can hit me up on Twitter at Kelly Bidlin. No problem. I'll tell you what I'm betting. I think Thursday though, to talk about that, Matt, I I do think what it's looking like right now, and it really hasn't changed much the past couple days you're right. I mean, 36 degrees is what it's saying right now at five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're near, you're near frost level temperatures there. 
I think there's an advantage in that afternoon for the Thursday for, for the Thursday guys. So if you're looking at first round leader bets, I think there could be an a- advantage in the afternoon. However, does that correlate to uh, you know a a wave advantage? I don't think so because Friday it looks like it's supposed to be windy all Friday and day. Saturday yeah. are the tough wind conditions, at least at first glance. But look, the highs on the weekend are going to get into like the mid 60s, mm-hmm. so it's it's not going to be very warm like it was in Tulsa. The last year. the morning, or at least in in the morning temperatures combined with the winds, at least and weather changes. But Matt Fitzpatrick put out a tweet in which you know how far these guys hit. Oh, I saw. This. They hit the yeah. ball a long way. It's a 230 part 230 yard par three. He had to hit a three wood yeah. into <laughs> it, like. <laughs> These guys, a three-wood? Like, no, they're hitting three-woods 260, you know, 265, 270. And he had to hit a three-wood into that. When we come back, we'll talk about the stats that matter. Stick around. It's Long Shots here on Tuesday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. There's a lot to bet on in the next 30 days. For a limited time, you can subscribe to VEASAN for only $9.99. That is $13.46 Canadian. That gets you insight into daily baseball, best bets, NBA, and NHL playoffs. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits and get our VEASAN expert leaderboard as well. You can see who's got the hot hand over there. Sign up now for only $9.99. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Now, you're either going to find us at the top or the very bottom of that leaderboard because every one of our golf bets gets graded as if it were the same as, mm-hmm. if, as every other bet mm-hmm. that is made. And so we're either we're either in first or dead last yes. pretty much at all times because yes. like that's just the way it works out. I believe I was in dead last place last week with 0-7. I was like, what did that happen? Yeah. And Wyatt yeah. is producing today. He's like, oh, golf. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah that's yes, because everything's graded as a full unit, and so, you know, it is is what it is. But, hey, it's, it's, it's a fun it's a fun tool. It is. It's fun. It's fun. It you go there. So every single week we do – modeling that is kind of how we try to go about deciding which players we at least want to consider in our player pool and then we'll narrow things down from there there's it is I'm not a slave to the numbers sometimes I am a slave to a number if the model tells me one thing and the price on that player is something just absolutely completely different I will then at that point just go in and make a bet just because of what the model tells me but a lot of times it's just I want to identify guys that the numbers tell me I should be considering, and then I make the choices 
from there. So we do this on a weekly basis. We have different modeling systems that we use as well. If you want to take golf betting a little bit more seriously, there are several very excellent sites out there. You can tweet us on the side. We can tell you the ones that we use. But there, it, they, it's pay to play, so it's not free. But there's there's advanced statistics out there that you can utilize and to help you make your betting card on a week-to-week basis. So, Kelly, I'll start with you on this. Where did you go with your model this week? Yeah, look, I think for just a more macro sense and when we're just talking about what games are going to fit this course most, I I think this is – we're looking at a a really, really tough golf course that's going to test every part of your game, right? So I think that that's – especially the short game. I I think you're going to – if you have a golfer, because a lot of times we do this with, uh, on long shots, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, especially me. I'm more guilty than any any of the three of us sitting here. Where I'll erase putting out of the equation completely. Short game stuff sometimes I might not rely on too heavily. heavily. I want the guys that are going to get tee to green as efficiently and best as possible. Of course, that is still true this week. But this course is going to test every one of these golfers where they have to be good off the tee. They've got to be good on approach. They've got to be good hitting greens that are small greens, which means they're going to have to play around the green well, get out of these uh, really deep sand traps that we're seeing and bunkers uh, that we're seeing on the golf course. So that's where I think you got to first keep that in mind when I approach this. The second was, I think any distance and off the tee stats that we're talking about only helps here. So that's really started where I started framing my kind of overall model this week, where I did factor in just to, with specific statistics, strokes gained off the tee and driving distance. Like you were talking about, Matt, I didn't do anything with good drive gains or fairways gained. I, you know, it's obviously it's going to be helpful to be in the fairway, but I think some of these guys, they're not going to care as much about that. So I went driving distance, strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained approach heavy here. And then uh, proximity distances, I'm sure we all looked at the same, but 175 yards uh, to 200, 200 yards plus. Over 50% of these approach shots are going to come from that range, 175 plus. Uh, for the tournament. So that is really important this week. Uh, on a par 70, I did the rare kind of strokes gain, just par four in general, because we have so many different length par fours that we're dealing with this week. So I, I just went strokes gain par four in general, just a little bit smaller, just to kind of see where guys really ranked out on that. Um, opportunities gained, use that this week. Uh, that is, you know, uh, birdie opportunity within 15, 10 feet of the hole. So that is... With smaller greens, I always like to look at that stat because if you're going to score, you got to put it close, right? I think greens and regulation, it's a great stat to look at, but your greens and regulation percentage is going to be so much higher on bigger greens, right? So it's going to be a little deceiving when you go from big greens to small greens. These are really small greens. So did that. um, And then we go strokes gain around the green, sand saves, scrambling. I factored in all three. I think especially if we start to see weather, wind become Mm -hmm. an issue, that could be even more uh, more important this week than we might think heading into it. So factored all those in, three putt avoidance. I do this every time we're we're putting on small greens, right? If you're going to be on a small green, you can't three putt. You better get uh, uh, up and down in two at least. Um, And then a couple different putting proximities. Mm -hmm. So model's pretty heavy this week. I was going to say that is a that is a robust model <laughs> yes. that that, yes. you, that you've got over there. People give people talk trash to me, and if you are just listening to the what will soon be posted audio version of this, and you're not watching the video version, which by the way, nine ninety nine over at Veasan.com, you can come in and you can watch us on on camera. I, I catch flack for for my little space station that I've got going on mm, right yeah. here. Kelly has two 
full-ass computers over there on the desk. Like, and, and Max at that, how rich, I might add. Like, look, like, how rich are you? Two Max over there on the on the desk. But it's like, this guy's got two full computers. On, like, I, I have the little baby screens over there. Kelly's working with the two, two full machines, two Max going on. He's got $10,000 worth of computers sitting over there on the desk. Like and, mine, I usually yeah. got the cords all tangled yeah, up. Yeah, no, and, no, he's just sitting over there with 10 Gs worth of computers going on over on the desk. But, Wes, uh, I think I would imagine a lot of the same yeah. for you. Yeah, but, well, like, how did you weight things, perhaps? And what did you super focus on? And what did you do? Uh, maybe not as much as, as Kelly. A lot of the same mm-hmm. and a little bit more general, too, because mm-hmm. we don't have precise live numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to model, like, when you're going, like, last 36 rounds. So some of this stuff are is, like, from last year. Mm-hmm. But still, I think with some players, like we know Bryson DeChambeau is always going to be near the top or off the mm-hmm. tee. So, you know, that doesn't have as much variance. But I did a little co- couple combo platters here. I did a strokes gained off the tee and driving distance gained uh, because I did want a little bit of accuracy, even though I think you still have clear lines mm-hmm. at the green, even if you miss the fairways. Shots are still very difficult, though. And then I did the general approach numbers along with proximity from 175 to 200 and then 200 plus. And that's going to be about like 55 or so percent of your approach shots. You're not going to have a lot of wedges here, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're just not unless you have badly missed the mm-hmm. fairway. And then you got to have a forced layup or something. But you're going to have longer to mid irons here. So I looked at that. A uh, combination of strokes gained around the green, scrambling gain, and sand saves. Because like I said, uh, the renovation crew, they wanted the bunkers to be hazards here. Mm-hmm. That if you hit it in the bunker, like oftentimes we're watching a regular tournament, they're like, get in the bunker, get in the bunker. You don't want to be in the bunkers this week because it's going to be very difficult on you. And then I used a, a little bit of strokes gained putting, bent grass, probably about 10% or so mm-hmm. if you're really quantifying percentages. These greens are more true, too. Like, these yeah. are easier greens to putt on. But I still think you want to look at the better bent grass putters, at least for some context. And then I did strokes gain total difficult scoring conditions because mm-hmm. I think the scoring is going to be difficult. I think six to eight under par is going to be your winner here. So that's what I looked at. And I don't disagree with anything Kelly used with bogey avoidance or three-putt avoidance yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, I, I didn't do three-putt avoidance. I did do bogey avoidance. It's you know, I, I think this is one of those deals where sometimes you're just going to need to take your par, man. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. like, take your par. Don't get aggressive. Don't. Sometimes you can't pin seek here, You, which is why, you know, we'll, we'll get to our plays a little bit later. But there are some of these guys that I think we play at some of these courses because they're so good with their irons, but they're, they're, they're pin hunters, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that isn't necessarily going to play here, in my opinion. And so – I'm kind of off those guys, fading those guys. So bogey avoidance for me, because I think you just need to sometimes just take your medicine, looking at some guys like that. And I, I really did double dip a ton on the driving. I, I did driving distance, and then I also did just total driving as well. Because if you're not going to be super long off the tee, I at least would like you to be accurate right. so that you're playing out of the fairway. And so some of these guys that did end up making my card, it's not like they're short, but they're certainly not the longest guys. But but they're in the fairway more times than not, right? They're really good off the tee, and and so that for me factored in a ton. And then all the rest of the stuff that you guys said really and truly focused more on I think sand saves this week than maybe I have in a very very yeah. long mm-hmm. time for that. And then just a ton of around the green stuff because not only are the green small, but as we're talking about, this, it looks like these wins are going to be 
awful on on Friday and Saturday, and so you're just going to miss greens even if you hit a great shot. Like you can hit a great shot and still miss the greens. Well, one of the other things, right, West, that was changed on the course, right? You had some of that rough leading right yeah. up to the green. They've trimmed that. We're going to get those yeah. sloped, mowed down, uh, you know, fringe runoffs. Yeah, and you so. get and you get those false fronts exactly. too, like yeah. on Donald Ross designs. You'll see some others on tour. They're not totally comparable from a course standpoint, but East Lake, obviously in Atlanta, where they have the Tour Championship. Uh, Detroit Golf Club. There's several Donald Ross designs, even though I think this course profiles more like a Beth Page Black or a lot of these, Aronimink, another Ross design, or Shinnecock or one of those courses. Yes, I, I just think that's that's another part of where the, those strokes, ga- uh, strokes gained around the green are going to come into play even more, right? The, you might hit the green, but that ball might run right off, and you're going to have to chip. And it is not like the, it's not like what we saw, at least heading into the Masters. The the Live guys got a lot of action this week. Brooks Koepka, as we mentioned, down to 20 to 1. Dustin Johnson down to 30 to 1. He was as high as 50. You go down a little bit further. Cam Smith is sitting 35. He was as high as kind of 48 throughout and, the market. And this and week, if they're there. in contention, the broadcast, CBS will stick with the broadcast, unlike uh, the <laughs> affiliate that Liv is on. We're sitting here. Taylor Gooch, obviously a couple-time winner over there on Liv, down to 65 to 1 at DraftKings. I think a lot of people went in and just started looking at people's recent success and Taylor Goose. So some of these live guys are getting action. Unlike we saw whenever we were heading into Augusta, when we come back, we'll talk about some props that are out there. Is it anything that we would be interested in at all? And of course we will be getting to our betting cards as well. Stick around long shots here on a Tuesday. At bed, three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is long shots vison's premier golf betting podcast here's matt brown wes reynolds and kelly bidlin before making your next bet, be sure to head to VEASAN.com to check out the current betting splits data. Split bets! Want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? Betting splits page updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, sometimes 9, so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Betting splits, just another way VEASAN's here to make you more informed better year-round. Head over to VEASAN.com to check all of that out. All right, so there are multiple different ways you can go about betting this. I imagine you probably dipped your toe in for the Masters. If you did not, and if you were just going to bet some golf for the first time, you can bet the outrights, of course. That is something that's very obvious. Who's going to win the tournament? That being said, only one person wins the tournament, as you know. So you can bet top fives. You can bet top tens. You can bet top 20s. There's there's a top 30 market at DraftKings this week. Also a top 40 market. We'll, we'll talk head-to-heads a little bit later in the show, which this is just who finishes better, this guy or this guy. You don't care about anyone else in the field. It is just two golfers 
going at it. There's group betting as well, so they will put you know three, four, five different players together, and you just bet who's going to win out of that grouping of players. So tons of different ways to go about this. So as you get in, we highly advise each and every week on the show, please don't only bet outrights because again, only one golfer wins a golf tournament and it's very tough. If you actually want to do this and try to grind out a profit and and at least keep your bankroll healthy, you will go several tournaments without hitting an outright. And if you've only bet outrights and it's just negative ROI, negative ROI, negative ROI over and over and over again, you're going to look up and your bankroll is going to look a lot worse than it did a month prior. So we will kind of get into some of those as well as we dig in a little bit further. But there's also some fun things out there. Kelly, you dug yeah. up a couple of some some fun props that are out there, which is big guns versus the field and the big guns being Rom, Scheffler, McElroy, and Cantlay versus the field. If you want those four big guns plus 175, the field is minus two. 50. Fellas, Rom and Scheffler are the best two golfers on the planet. Yep. There's no question about that. Cantlay certainly is right up there, and he has taken a bunch of money as we enter this tournament. He is now down to 16 as well. Wow. So as we have been on air, it has actually changed, and he is down to 16, the same number as Xander and Rory. Um, and then, of course, we've, we've already talked about Rory a ton here. That being said, if you're going to give me over 100 golfers versus four, I will always take the over 100 golfers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, too. Uh, the the inclusion of Cantlay here, though, makes this more interesting. It does. It does. Yeah. It does. Uh, I mean, we, we know Rory's playing a little bit more, uh, a little worse recently. Um, and Patrick Cantlay has been playing incredible golf. Matt's been making fun of me for a couple weeks. Yes, I did bet him this week. We'll get to that. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> but I like him a lot this week. So the inclusion of him makes that plus 175 a little bit more interesting to me. But sure. yes, your point. And your if you point get like, general. and if you get a, if you, if, if some out of nowhere, we get a plus Rory, then, then it's probably, yeah. you know, I mean, we're, to, I'm looking at this, assuming we don't get a plus Rory West, but it's like, if yeah. you did get a plus Rory, like I said, you always at least get B plus Rom and Scheffler. And so right. you're, so if you get a plus Rory and now you had can't lay in there, it's likely if you do get that, it's likely one of those four guys does win the tournament. But that being said, I just have to take the field and something like yeah, that. Yeah, I would too. And look, mm-hmm. the way that that is set up, by the way, is you're getting the one, two, three, four in the yes. official world golf rankings. Xander Shoffley, of course, being fifth. So I'd be interested if they had top five against the field, mm-hmm. what that would have been this week. Then we have the winner of the tournament to be in the final pairing. Yes, minus 225. No, plus 175. Look no further than the tournament last week in which we had 7,000 guys that <laughs> right. were in contention like into the tournament. So Or last year where I got very lucky to win this event with Justin Thomas mm. when he was six shots back and too, somehow yeah. found his way into a playoff. Uh, Mito Pereira obviously should have won the event. Hits it in the water off the tee and JT beats Will Zalatoris in the playoff. So the, the fi- winner in the final pairing, the yes is minus 225. The no plus 175. Fellas, with a tournament in which we think it's going to be as low scoring as it is, the final pairing could easily just go one under on the final round and a guy in the second pairing or third pairing go two or three under in the final round. And I, I, I would I would probably take the yeah. no again at the plus money if I had to bet it. Yeah, yeah. In, in full transparency, I don't think any of us are betting any of these, right. right? But they're fun. These are always fun to talk about. I would definitely lean that way as well. If we expect... If we expect minus 10, minus 11 to be kind of the max of what we're going to see the winner at, what you just said, it's okay. If someone's best round of the tournament happens in that final round and they're only a shot or two off the lead, boom, you cash it right there. Wes, I'm really interested in your thought on this one. Will there be a playoff? The no minus 400, the yes plus right. 
300. And again, if, if we think it's low scoring mm-hmm. and if we think that there might be kind of some jumbling there yeah. as, right. as we enter on a Sunday, I don't know how you could lay the $4 well, uh, anyway. I and, don't know. And last year was the first playoff, by the way, mm-hmm. since 2011 when Keegan Bradley beat Jason Duffner at the mm-hmm. Atlanta Athletic Club. Uh, so five under was the winning score last year. So the lower the score or excuse me, the higher the score, I should say, is the more likely than you're going to have a playoff because if you look back, yeah, I think uh, there was a playoff in 2010, Keimer over Watson at Whistling Straits, and then the last one before that, I believe, was 2004, VJ Singh over uh, Chris DeMarco and Justin Leonard, mm-hmm. and that was eight under par. So if you think it's going to be, you know, where I think it's going to be like six under, I think it's more realistic than not. I don't know if I'm going to bet that prop, though. Yeah, I think that those two are the most interesting, the ones we have at the bottom there, because I think if we've got jumbled scoring like that, Matt, yeah, there's a better chance we have a playoff. So it's arguably the one? deepest field right. in history, right? Like, yeah. like, like we have legitimate. 30 different golfers that it would not surprise me if they won this tournament. And and it's a deep field considering the fact that you have 20 club pros, by the way, in the PGA championship. They're not amateurs. They are club PGA licensed professionals, but they're in this field. So you do have 20 that are kind of dead money. Yeah. And and then, you know, just hitting on the hole in one uh, prop quick. Like Mm. this is what we've got four par threes. But two of them are beasts. You brought up the Matt. What, I mean, Matt Fitzpatrick's hitting a three wood off one. Yeah. I don't like the chances of a hole in one <laughs> happening on that. Yeah. So you're really looking at maybe two holes that have a chance to be right. to get a hole in one on. So I ain't gonna know it. Even money there, I think it's a pretty good bet. Uh, me too. Wind conditions, all yeah. the stuff. Like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with. You. There is a 155 yard par three, but again, it, 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 the green is apparently like the size of this desk. And so like, that's <laughs> something that we'll be like, Wes, I don't want us to run out of time here. So let's go ahead and get to, to your betting card so that we can make sure you have time to do some explaining as well. Yeah. We'll do a little rapid fire here mm-hmm. on the outrights. Uh, I wish I would have waited. I would have got a better number, but you could still do that in some spots. I did end up, even though it wasn't one of my first guys, Rory McElroy mm-hmm. at 14 to one. I just think, you know, he's cooled off a little bit, obviously, but If you look, he's got a short drift. Maybe this is a good spot. Keep in mind, he ended last year and began this year on a seven-event streak of finishing fourth or better and had three victories in that span. Tour Championship, CJ Cup, Dubai Desert Classic. If you're listening to us live, by the way, Wes, Screen just flashed 18 to one at DraftKings right now. Okay. So yeah, you can get, a, you can get better. I, okay. I think that's okay, a jump. But, in. but real quick, that's a, you're, you'd add on at that price. Absolutely. Right? If you bet at okay. 14, you're going to add yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 18, I'm going right? to have to uh, literally just flashed as we were, as you were giving your spiel. Right and there. he yeah. goes on a Donald Ross design mm-hmm. uh, where I know it's not a totally comparable course, but he won three times at East Lake for the mm-hmm. tour championship. So he actually won there last fall as well. So Rory, I think on this drift now at 18, like, like when you see nobody picking him mm-hmm. and like, I have any, even like the casual people that are like not golf betters that are like media personalities yeah. aren't even picking this guy. So maybe that's the time to jump in Xander Schauffele, uh 19 to one. I have him at a little bit better, but that's at least somewhat mm-hmm. available in the market. Best player never to win a major. He'd be at the top of my list as six top fives, four additional top tens uh, plays really well in the Northeast. Uh, very good at Shinnecock Hills a couple of years ago and at Beth page and at Wingfoot. won the travelers championship last year in Connecticut, really good form. Uh, uh, reached the quarters at the match play 10th at Augusta, fourth at the Harbor town, fourth in the pairs event with Cantlay in new Orleans, mm-hmm. second at quail hollow. Speaking of Cantlay, Patrick Cantlay 20 to one. I think his driver is going to be really mm-hmm. big this week. Yeah. And he's a guy with two wins in the Northeast at the BMW championship. Also has won twice at Muirfield village for the Memorial on these bent grass greens. 
Number two in strokes gained OTT. Number one in strokes gained putting on bent grass last 36 rounds. Tony Finau, 25 to one. I have a little better number. He's just got the win equity now. He's got four stroke play wins in, in, in his last 19 events. Uh, one on a Donald Ross design at Detroit last summer at the Rocket Mortgage. Number one on approach on the PGA Tour this year. Cameron Young, this is one I bet a couple weeks ago. I don't really love it. He's not in really great form, but this is where the best weapon in his bag, the driver, mm -hmm. can be used and used very often. So I think maybe he turns it around this week. Terrell Hatton, who I added this morning, five top sixes so far in 2023 and four of them at designated events. Third at the Wells Fargo, by the way, two weeks ago. Uh, and then a couple bombs I did play. Harris English, 250 to one. Third at uh, Quail Hollow, mm -hmm. very quietly behind uh, Wyndham Clark. And uh, Xander Schauffele, uh T2 at the Arnold Palmer, really putted well in that event. Uh, T12 at Riviera, where he led the field in putting. Really good on these long classical designs on majors. Fourth at Wingfoot in the 2020 U.S. Open. Third at Torrey Pines in 2021. Had a lot of injuries in 2022, but I think he's back now. And then Cam Davis, 250 to one. Another Donald Ross design winner at the Rocket Mortgage two years ago in Detroit. Sixth at the players, seventh at the RBC. So two designated events with really good fields. And he was on that first page of the leaderboard. We will talk your props and your matchups on the other side. If we pop it back up on the screen real quick. Roy McIlroy, Xander Schauffele, Patrick Cantlay, Tony Finau, Cam Young, Tyrrell Hatton, Harris English, and Cam Davis in the outright market. You'll also get Kelly and me talking our picks as well. Stick around. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from VEASAN show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to our VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, event date, and more. You can check out the VEASAN experts leaderboard. You can view the betting records, profit, and ROI. See which VEASAN guy has the hot hand out there. You can also get our pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access. If you become a pro subscriber today, head on over to vsun.com slash subscribe. Just $9.99 American. Wes, we just went through your outrights, mm -hmm. a nice card in which I will let you know I do have a couple of as well on mine. But let's run through your, your, your props as well because these are some – if we're going to preach that people need to do more than just bet the outrights, we mm -hmm. need to get to these as well. And you have some, uh, some matchups, head-heads as well. Yeah, and the placement markets I'll get out in the mm -hmm. overnight tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, but I did play a couple props here. Uh, low South African, you can play those low nationality props. I went with Dean Burmester at 8-5. to five. That's plus 160. 
three top tens in his last four starts on the live tour. We talked about distance that this is a long course. He's one of the longest drivers in the field. And I think that that's going to be an advantage this week. If you look at the market, you don't have the Charles Schwartz holes and the, and, and, and the Louis Oosthuizen's uh, in this PGA. You've got four South Africans. One is Tristan Lawrence, who's in really tough form this year. Aki Stridham, who is an absolute journeyman who won his first DP World Tour event at the age of 38, playing in his first major. So it's basically what I boil it down to, Dean Burmester against Bezadenhut. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like Burmester in terms of the length. Adrian Moronk, who I hit a couple weeks ago at the Italian Open, probably played his way on the Ryder Cup team. 12-1 to 1 for top debutante. Now, you got quality at the top, Sahith Thigala mm-hmm. and those guys. But uh, uh, Moronk is a really good driver. He hits it a long way, too. He's number one in strokes gained off the tee on the DP World Tour this season, was second in the category last year, top 30 in driving distance. And then the low senior, of which there are five, Y.E. Yang, Sean McKeel, who won here in 2003. Shout out to my Indiana University guy. Phil Mickelson, Patrick Harrington, and Stephen Alker, 4-1 to one is the low over 50 here. He's won six times on PGA Tour champions over the last 18 months since he's turned 50. Beat Steve Stricker, who won the region's tradition this past weekend beat him by four at the insperity invitational down in houston so phil i'm willing to look at the master's finish mm-hmm. as an outlier because if you look at what he's done on live since not even been close patrick harrington is the main competition here for stephen alker kelly uh it looks like i'm going to uh looks like i'm gonna go next i think i was getting te- it, teed up here to uh to give my picks so I sat here and said on Monday and lied to everybody where I was like, I don't think I'm going to have any super long shots. And then I got to where I didn't have an outright card that I really filled out. And so then at that point I went to the model and just like, okay, where are guys, where are guys showing up? It doesn't match the odds that are posted. And I'll just throw a few bucks on those guys. So again, I lied yesterday. That's why you tuned in today. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to start out Xander Shoffle. This is for everything Wes said. He's on Wes's card as well. 1750 is what I have him at. He's 16 right now over on DraftKings. Still bettable in my opinion. Listen, he doesn't do anything exceptionally well. He just does everything very well. And so on a course like this where it's going to be a grind, give me the dude that is okay with taking par every now and then, can scramble to get that par if need be, can get hot with those long irons, especially very, very good with those long irons. And so give me Xander Shoffle 1750. I'm also on Finau as well, Wes. When we talk about win equity and guys that have a complete game, he used to be the one that we would throw out because of the win equity argument. And now that is out the window. This guy can win. This guy can hold off big names and win tournaments as well as we've already seen. Uh, Tony Finau has completed players we have in this field, so do like him a ton. A couple of late ads here for me in Sung JM and Max Homa. These are not the best numbers that I'm sure a lot of people out there got. I get it. It is what it is. I wanted to get them on the card. And you look at Sung Jay. As far as form goes, there might not be more, a more consistent player on tour than Sung JM. It's mm-hmm. why we bet him top 20s basically every single week. We've been printing money doing that with Sung JM. But this whole Jason Day win last week made me come in on Sung JM. Yeah. And it was the these guys that play well and continue to play well. And mm-hmm. it's like our knock on them is, well, they can't win. They get in the winner's circle eventually, right? And, and Sung Jay's just been right there well, over and, and over he just and did over last again. week winning yes, over on the yeah. Korean tour. So, you know, maybe that gives him some confidence. I considered right. Sunjay as well. Yeah. Again, not the best number on Sunjay, but uh, I'm okay with it. Max Homa just fits the stat profile for me here. And so I, this is where I did. I just, I was a slave really to the model type thing when it came to the stat profile deal for him, all the stuff I was looking for long enough off the tee finds enough fairways has enough. Uh, look, I even looked at like club head speed for a lot of these guys because hitting out of this rough, right. is going to yeah. be, 
hard. I mean, it's going to be very tough. Like, do you have enough club head speed to get out of there and make sure that you can, like, have some playable shots? And he he checked all the boxes. And honestly, the number drift, Kelly, here. Right, I, yeah. Out over 40 to one on a guy who we talk about win equity. The guy's won a million times, six times, you know, already. Like, hey, g- give me Homa at this number. That's what we brought it up a bit yesterday with Homa. I wanted to get your thoughts yeah. on that because obviously we have bet him a lot uh, to a lot of success on the pod. It, it, he's just one of the, he's one of those guys. Like we said from the beginning of this show today, it's we're looking for someone. You got to look for a player who's not bad in any one specific category yeah. really this week of the main statistical categories and Homa fits that, right? He is good enough at everything to contend here. So that's actually the end of kind of like the the outright card plays for me. I grabbed a Cam Smith just as a number yeah. grab at 45 to 1. He's sitting 30 to 1 right now. He did compete, he did contend at the live event this past week. And mm-hmm. so maybe he's in contention, but it was more the 45 to 1 number grab for me. So I actually did come in on some of these longer guys. I did come in on some guys that I didn't necessarily think I was going to be playing. I played Wyndham Clark at 80 to 1. If you look at the model, Wyndham Clark was inside the top 20 in every single version of every single thing that I ran, and now he's won. And so give me some win equity in there as well. 80 to 1, I like him. Taylor Moore, also a guy that has won, who's also inside the top 25 of every single version of every model. You're getting triple digits on him. And these two guys, Wes, could probably uh, explain a little bit better than me. But, Wes, I was wondering why these guys weren't showing up. Right. Uh, but I was sorting by category. And then you go over the last 24 rounds, strokes gained T to green in this field, Yannick Paul is third overall in this entire I, I field. I wanted to bet him in Belgium yeah. last week, and then he withdrew because he got into the PGA. And, and Thorborn Olsen is, is is seventh in this entire field in strokes gained teetering. Now, a lot of the other statistics didn't factor into the modeling, which is why they were so low in the modeling. So it just, when I was sorting by the different categories to see if there were any outliers, those guys were huge outliers, and I'm getting 525 and 800 to 1 yeah. on them. And if they're inside the top five, top six, top seven in a very important category over the last 24 rounds, it was worth a flyer shot. Olsen might be good in the low Dane market against the Hoygaard brothers. Uh, Kelly, let's get, to, let's get to yours real quick. We can circle back if we need to. Uh, okay, to yeah, real up. quick, just outright say we share a lot of them in uh, pod play if you want to get that ready coming up here. Oh, uh, baby. So I, I, I'm going to explain this a little bit. So this is a major. I was able to grab some of these numbers a week, two weeks back. Okay, so Patrick Cantlay, 24 to 1, I love. Tony Finau, fire it up, Matt Brown, if you got it ready, because we're all on Finau this week. 29 pod play, to 1. pod play, Tony Finau. <laughs> 29 to 1 on him. Okay, then I took a little bit longer shot. Sung J, 40 to 1, Cameron Smith. 45 to one. You kind of already talked about both those, Matt. Uh, Terrell Hatton. This was a guy who was not expecting to play this week. Mm-hmm. Really digging into, into this event, into this field, into what he's done. Again, another guy who doesn't do anything really, doesn't struggle at much anything. I liked him at 46 to one. My boy Keegan Brad or Brad Old. Brad Keegan Brad. Keegan Brad. That's me and him. New guy in the field. Keegan Brad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Keegan Brad. Sharp there. Yeah. Um, so I did Not Fraggle from Braddle, whatever. Like Keegan Fraggle. Yeah. Uh, Let's uh, got it. 100 to one, though, shot in Northeast where uh, Keegan's from plays well up there. That's what I bet uh, for my outrights this week. I did want to make this point, though. These are numbers, especially with Cantley and Finau, who I'm very high on. I am very high on Xander Shoffley, too, who I know mm. you guys both bet. This was. This is all, it's all a numbers game, right? Mm. So this is, at these odds, I was comfortable betting Patrick Cantlay and Tony Finau. If I had to start my outright card today, I'm not sure I would be betting those guys at current numbers. Finau probably still, Cantlay has probably moved a little bit too much from Mm -hmm. the 24 Mm -hmm. that I got. If I had to start an outright card today, it would be with John Rahm. It Mm -hmm. would be John Rahm, and then I would be playing a couple other guys 
after that. I just want to make that clear for our audience out there because this is sometimes we get the advantage of ju jumping on some of these outrights a yeah. little bit earlier with a little bit longer numbers. Real quick then, top 20, real heavy on Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley, Tony Finau this week, and Terrell Hatton. Wyndham Clark, this is where I played him, Matt. Uh, Matt in the top 20 market played a couple matchups with him. Finau over Jason Day in a matchup. Cam Davis over JT Poston in a matchup. And the all-injury matchup. Hideki Matsuyama over Jordan Spieth. Who withdraws first? We'll see. I was looking down, trying to find uh, the hundred to one on Keegan Brattle. Couldn't find it. I don't know where. I don't know where he he is here. Uh, pl placement market bets for me, real quick. I bet Scotty Scheffler top five. The guy's just uh, he he's just a machine, and I'll take the plus money on him. He doesn't have to win it. I'm still going to get plus money on that. Top tens on Jason Day and Ricky Fowler. Top twenties on Sung J M, Tyrrell Hatton, and Gary Woodland, who I don't think can win because he putts so horribly. Yeah. But everything else fits the stat profile here. His ball here. striking's amazing. Yeah. Right so like, give me a top twenty. He's not going to make the putts needed to win it, but I'll take the top 20 at over four to one on him. And the top 40 plays on Taylor Moore and Yannick Paul, as I mentioned, a guy that just really did stand out to me a little bit more. If you did miss any part of today's show, be sure and go in, go to your podcast player of choice and go ahead, subscribe and download the VEASAN Long Shots podcast, because that's where this will be as soon as we are done here. You can get all of our analysis on the course and our plays as well for Wes Kelly and Matt. Good luck on all your PGA Championship bets. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.